Coming up on Encouragement Live, the COVID pandemic has produced massive fear. Tonight, we'll discuss the causes and consequences of fear-based living and a story of great faith that's just ahead on Encouragement Live. Welcome to Encouragement Live, providing biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of practical life issues. Now here's your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. Thank you, Steve, and friend, it's so good to have you with us as live from studios at First Baptist Church of Fate, Texas, Encouragement Communications presents Encouragement Live. I'm Don Hawkins. Our program provides biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of issues. And tonight we're talking about the subject of fear. It's a subject that's dominated many lives, not only before the pandemic, but since coronavirus began infecting our lives and our country and our world and certainly been a devastating time. Tonight, Rodney Love is with me, and he's going to share with us the story of how his wife, Beth, has come through uh, being uh, down with coronavirus and on a respirator for quite some time. Rodney, great to have you in studio. Don, it is great to be with you tonight. And it's good to have Dr. Chuck Vance with us tonight. Chuck is going to help us walk through the causes and consequences of fear-based living. Chuck, great to have you back. Good to be here. And uh, these guys both affiliated with the Master Life Coach Training Institute, and we'll tell you more about them as time goes along. Uh, Chuck has a background as a therapist, as a financial counselor, as a Sunday school teacher, raconteur, storm door salesman, yeah, and man it. about town, <laughs> all, of, all of the above. And Rodney, I can't begin to tell you all the things that he's done, uh, including how many years with Josh McDowell Ministries? About 20. About 20. And Chuck teaches Sunday school at a church uh, pastored by a fellow who's uh, known to some of us, uh, Chuck Swindoll. Yeah, he's the other Chuck. He's the other Chuck at that church. Yeah, good thing to know. A little humor to start the program with tonight. But quite frankly, the coronavirus has not been a subject of laughing matter for a lot of people. And uh, Chuck, that brings us to the topic of fear. Would you say fear has become uh, one of the dominant, if not the dominant, emotion during the coronavirus? Oh, without a doubt. Uh, I go around watching people, and I'll jokingly... nudge my wife and say, there's some, there's a Corona fear. There's, you know, fear, you know, Corona mm-hmm. person. Yeah. So it, it is a very real thing. And I know many of you uh, continue to have concerns about that. Even with the vaccination, people right. talk about, we will get to the herd immunity. We won't get to herd immunity. We will see this go away. We will get rid of our masks in the next five years, or we won't get rid of them. And Rodney, for you, it's a very personal thing. Tell us a little bit about what happened uh, when Beth was diagnosed. Don, it definitely is a personal thing. Uh, way back, way back on February fifth, I dropped her off at the door of an emergency room, not knowing that seventy-nine days later it would not be for seventy-nine days later that I would see my wife as far as getting out of the hospital. So it, it yeah. was a long stretch. How long was she on a ventilator? She was on a ventilator. Oh, Don, numbers of weeks. I know, time runs more, together. More than a month. I yes. know that we yes. calculated it at one time. And some of you are in that same situation. Have been there. And Rodney and Chuck and I are here to be of encouragement to you. Our toll-free number is 
855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. Kathy and Bill are waiting to take your phone calls and want to encourage you to pray for some of our folks who are away tonight. A couple of them, Elizabeth and Mario, headed out of the country and about to catch a flight. And uh, Brad and and, uh, his wife, uh, Nikki, are away visiting relatives for Mother's Day. We do want to take the time to wish all of you mothers Uh, grandmothers, stepmothers, a happy Mother's Day, a blessed Mother's Day. For those of you who would like to be mothers or mothers who've lost your children or parents, uh, we want to think of you and pray for you as well. Again, our number, 855-586-LIFE. Danny Webster in the control room with me, and uh, Brad and uh, Keith are manning the networks. Are you hungry to help hurting people but not sure how you can? The Master Life Coach Training Institute can help. We're providing basic online training in a community of faith-based coaches that can provide you with the skills to help others move beyond their challenges and struggles in this most difficult time. Check out our 14-week training program at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. The focus is Jesus. The message is the gospel. The task is the Great Commission. Global Advance founder Dr. David Shipley on the focus of his worldwide ministry. Prayer is more important than ever before. These men live in danger, and our teams that go to minister to them are increasingly in danger. To learn more about empowering frontline leaders worldwide, visit globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. So good to have you with us tonight, friend, on Encouragement Live, the toll-free number 855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. We're talking about fear during the pandemic and the causes and consequences of fear-based living. One uh, correction that I need to make, I mentioned uh, Keith and Brent, not Brad. Brad is uh, one of the people on the staff who's away tonight, and Brent is in the studios at AFR, Keith in the studios at the Worship Channel. Uh, Those cool studios are very grateful that uh, he has air conditioning restored. And uh, I'll tell you these days, guys, if you live in Texas this time of the year, air conditioning is a wonderful thing. Amen. (laughs) Amen and FM. Yeah, we like that. Now let's talk about what fear is. Chuck, you've done some work in this area. What exactly do we mean by, you know, we we have a general idea of what fear is and what we're afraid of, but help us uh, get our arms around this. Well, fear is one of what we call a primary emotion as we look at uh, understanding different emotional factors. And as a primary emotion, fear is also a part of what we have identified as basic anxiety. Uh, Fear is connected, therefore, to the unknown and the uncontrollable and kind of latches on to the things especially that we find impossible to deal with. Would it be accurate to say that typically fear involves an object of fear where uh, generally anxiety 
could be an object or it might be just a general feeling. There's a generalized anxiety disorder, for example. Right, and, and sometimes there's very specific anxieties, disorders, mm-hmm. where you, you have kind of a paranoia, fear-based to things, too. And so you can have a fear that's very specific-oriented that becomes like a paranoia or a phobia, and then you can have the fear that is general-based. Uh, When it's seen as something that you feel you have no control over, like the coronavirus, Mm -hmm. it's a very general-based fear, broad-based fear that encompasses most, if not all, of your life. And then when your spouse is diagnosed with the coronavirus and goes into the hospital, Rodney, it becomes a pretty specific fear. Yes, it does come a very specific fear. Your whole focus then turns to that. In fact, Don, it became such a fear with me is for a while, and people might not have known it on the outside, but on the inside, I had frozen up. I didn't feel like I didn't, can even move forward, and I'm a, I'm a life coach. I'm supposed to know how to move forward, and I wasn't moving forward. You mean to say life coaches and therapists actually are affected by fear? Absolutely, without yeah. a doubt. Without a doubt, radio hosts, uh, you know, all kinds of people, engineering types and others, we all have to deal with fear, which I believe is one of the reasons why over 360 times in the Bible we're told to fear not. Somebody went through and said literally there is a fear not command for every day of the year in the Scripture. Right. And I think that's because fear is a basic part of human nature. It's, it's actually one of the foundational results of the fall of mankind when mm-hmm. sin entered the world and took us away from our perfect ongoing relationship with God. Fear is because we don't know what's going to happen next, and we have no control over our world anymore since we were separated from God. I'm glad you brought that subject up. I want to come back to that and touch on fear and its origin. The toll-free number, 855-586-LIFE, 855-586-5433. Feel free to call. Businesses have faced many marketing challenges this past year. Iris Selmans of Dynamic Whisper Marketing offers helpful insights. Brand your company, your team as consultants. No matter what your service or your product is, you need to use consistency and repetition. And you need to understand that social media plants your company in people's minds. SEO enables people to find your business. You can learn more at dynamicwhispermarketing.com. With Original Medicare, you don't have a network. You can go to every hospital and doctor nationwide that is accepting Original Medicare. Medicare can be so confusing. And Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Medicare Part C is Medicare Advantage plans. That's your HMOs, your PPOs. Medicare Part D is your prescription drug plan. No one wants a penalty. Nobody wants to have to pay more than they have to pay. You've got to know how these work, and that's what we explain. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. And when they get on Medicare, they're just bombarded with all sorts of mail, and they don't know what is the right thing to do, how do I enroll, what is the donut hole, and they get fearful. You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S dot com. When you need to consider independent or assisted living or memory care for a parent or spouse, Restoration Senior Living provides a distinctively Christian setting with the most stringent quality care. 
Restoration's innovative program addresses the medical, emotional, and spiritual dimensions, leading to an enhanced quality of life. You can learn more at RestorationSL.com. That's RestorationSL.com. Tonight on Encouragement Live, we're talking about the causes and consequences of fear-based living, especially during a pandemic. And I want to encourage you not to be afraid to give us a call. The number is 855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. Chuck, you mentioned Adam and the fall and fear. Uh, And it's interesting that fear is actually the first emotion mentioned in the Bible. In Genesis 3, when Adam and Eve had eaten the forbidden fruit, Adam said to God, I was afraid Afraid. because I was naked and we hid ourselves. So there's the very first instance of fear. It's been around ever since. It's a basic part of who we are as human beings. That's why it's important to understand it and to kind of get a handle on it. Fear basically is the unknown that we're trying to get a handle on, the uncontrollable that we're trying to get a control over. And that is why the COVID pandemic and the way it's been handled has produced so much fear in our country, in our culture. Um, We've got people who, to this day, are afraid to go anywhere. I talk to people every day who've not been out of their house for 14 months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, in fact, uh, Rodney and I were talking about a couple that we both know and know well who literally will not and have not left their home, have groceries delivered, right. everything. Exactly. And uh, there are uh, contributing health factors that put them at particular risk, and, and so it's not totally an irrational fear. Now, one of the distinctions, though, Rodney, that we need to make is that fear tends to look toward the future, while depression, for example, looks toward the past. But see, the deal is, Don, with the COVID, the way it's the way it's played out is that, okay, so you've got fear looking toward the future. You're correct. And people can't seem to move forward. They can't, they're just frozen in time, you might say. But they but in the depression, what is happening with people getting depressed is just like you said, because they can't move forward. They're continually focused on what has happened in the past, and so they they just they're just frozen in time. You might say. Yeah. And you mentioned that yourself in mm-hmm. terms of when Beth was first diagnosed with the coronavirus, and it seems like Chuck that these two things go hand in hand and almost feed off of each other. Oh, they it, do. And uh, you might elaborate on that if you will. Well, in the early days of the coronavirus, we didn't know anything about it. It was new. We didn't have any track record to go with. There was a little bit of science about the SARS virus several years ago, but this was a different animal than that. We didn't know how to go and study it. We didn't have access to things. And so we were we were actually shooting in the dark to try to find a way to get on top of it. And that has continued to be communicated to many people today. I, I've run into people today who are still afraid to touch a surface, even though yes. the CDC has said that you yeah. can't catch it from surface contact. Yeah, and it's interesting. You know, we were told you have to wash your hands for either 20 seconds or 20 minutes, you yes. know, so that you'd be sure not to get the virus. Yeah. Now they're basically saying there's a one in, what, 
five million or so chance yeah. that you get it off a of surface. You don't get it off surfaces, folks. It just doesn't happen. But it's not bad to wash your hands. No, it is no. good. In fact, do uh, what we, your mommy told you. Exactly. Wash your hands. We, we learned that when we were in kindergarten. <laughs> yes. Wash them maybe even earlier. And the number is eight five 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 eight six life. And tonight it may be that you have been through some very fearful things uh, with the coronavirus. Maybe somebody close to you, maybe like Rodney, your spouse, or maybe a child or a parent, or, or maybe you're just trying to deal with that fear. We're, we're here not just to provide uh, education or insight, but to provide you with encouragement to help you along the way. And Kathy and Bill are awaiting your calls. The number is 855-586-LIFE. 855-586-5433. I will mention one thing. You don't have to give your real name. You can choose to be known as anonymous, or you can pick a name, and Kathy will work with you on that. We've done that many times over the years with Life Perspectives. Both of you have been involved in that program, and we've done that with Encouragement Live. So uh, just keep that in mind. Chuck, let's talk about what causes fear. What are the causes that you've identified? The two that I find are the strongest, uh, there's the unknown. I don't have a way to get a handle on it because it's unknown. I don't know mm. what's going to happen. I don't know. I live with what ifs. And so since yeah. it's unknown, I start in my mind making up a list of possible issues. Yeah. And then I'm running through the what if this, what if this, what if this. I had an example of this last week. Went to the mailbox and picked up the mail. And there was one envelope that said official communique from the Internal Revenue Service. Yes. Wow. And uh, that can be a fearful thing for any of us. Yes. And I thought, well, I'm going to set this aside and look at it tomorrow, which is what we all <laughs> do, <laughs> fearful things. Open it up the next day. It's a personal letter from President Joe Biden saying, if you didn't get your $2,000 apiece, here's what to do. It was 1800 Yeah. In other words, well, actually, it was 1400 and then you got 600 from back in the Trump era. Yeah. Bottom, right. bottom yeah. line is, uh, you know, it was a false alarm. Yeah. But typically, those are the kind of things yeah. that can make us yeah, fearful. I can remember, and Rodney, you remember, Frank Minrith worked with him, and you did as mm -hmm. well, Chuck. Yes. And Frank and I and our dads went to Alaska one time, and uh, uh, we were uh, in the process of uh, hunting, and uh, we killed two caribou. And we had to carry those, uh, clean those caribous uh, and carry them out, backpack them about three-quarters of a mile uh, and make about four trips each with our guide. And uh, this is in grizzly country. Oh. And I can assure you that <laughs> oh. fear was our constant companion. Yes, yes. <laughs> that brings up the other cause, though. Okay. Which is the uncontrollable. Exactly. Because okay. Okay. you can't control that grizzly bear. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Boy, that's for sure. And a lot of people have learned that the hard and, way. Yeah. And you know, Don, with COVID, the uncontrollable is the COVID. Yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, my wife has the COVID. I, it's totally out of my control. It's it's uncontrollable. We don't know what's going to happen even the next hour. So, yeah. You know, much less the next day. And I know people out there have been, you know, that had a spouse or a family member that had it felt the same way that they they were they had no control. You know, it and was, I know some of you listening can relate to what Rodney is sharing that you have felt so out of control during this time. Either you were diagnosed or someone close to you was diagnosed. Uh, perhaps uh, you just have been so afraid of going to the grocery store or going to church 
I know we have many people in our particular church, it's a small church, that have been afraid to come. And they've some of them have been very honest about it. Some of them haven't, but yeah. some, and not in our church, but in other churches, yes. you understand. Yes. 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 I have to church. get that disclaimer <laughs> yes. in there and be sure. And that brings us, Chuck, to the consequences of fear. What are the results when we allow fear uh, to move into our lives and gain a foothold? When I'm faced with the fact that I don't know it and I can't control it, one of the ways we deal with it is we withdraw. We kind of withdraw to wait and see what's going to happen. Hmm. And so it's kind of a paralysis yeah. that makes us in our life. And that's one of the issues. And that's the very thing, Rodney, you mentioned before, exactly. is that you felt paralyzed when you this liter- And you literally, I mean, it, you know, it's an emotion, but it's such a strong emotion. It's like you're, you feel like you're totally paralyzed. Yeah. The body, you know, everything, the emotions, the body, everything. You can't move forward. It's like a wall. Like you just can't yeah. get through it. So you have that paralysis, Chuck. And right. what else is going on? Well, it's and then you get to living with the generalized anxiety issues, like you're you're living with this constant "what if" in my mind, in my life, looking at everything, saying "what Mm. is this? What is that?" Yeah, I I like to call it with my clients as though you're scared to live. You're looking at living life, and you're scared to do it. Mm. It also makes us become tentative in actions. I think this is a problem with what I've seen on the road with driving the last year. People, because they're fearful and fear-based in their life right now, are on the road are very tentative. And one of the worst things you can do when driving in traffic and on the road is to be tentative. Uh, that yeah. is exactly right. Well, and, yes. and that gets to a very important point. Tentative living is not how God anticipates or wants us to be living. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life that you might have it more abundantly. Yes. And, and I think about passages of Scripture that address the issue. For example, Psalm 27.1, where David wrote, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And Rodney, it seems to me like that's linking fear uh, with faith and countering fear with faith. Exactly. You've got to, when you have those fears like I had, I had to come to the point that am I going to be frozen in fear the, the whole time my wife is in the hospital or am I going to keep my faith and fix my eyes on Jesus and give it over to him and then keep moving forward? And it's interesting, Chuck, that uh, Scripture in Psalm 56, 3 says, mm-hmm. When I'm afraid, I will trust in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then there are other passages that say, Don't be afraid at any point in right. life. So uh, basically, the Scripture tells us not to be afraid, but God knows us, and he knows that there are times we will be afraid. Absolutely. One of the issues about fear, too, that a lot of people don't understand is that the, the more you don't deal with the fear, the bigger it gets. Yes, mm. that is and very so true. And so when you get afraid and you withdraw and you become tentative and you pull back, then the fear gets more powerful. Everything's more intense. So when the Scripture says, do not fear, it's almost as though I would paraphrase that as God is saying, deal with it. Look mm. at it. Yeah. Understand it. Right, yeah. because the so fear forth. the fear begins to control you. Absolutely. And instead of you controlling the fear, all of a sudden the fear is controlling you. I'm seeing the word insecurity. Yes. And, and it's almost how we wind up living our lives almost from that point on. The, the concept of being tentative that I talked about earlier, when you don't deal with the fear and it's there in place, it then brings us to an overall attitude of life that nothing's going to work out right. 
and insecurity. Yeah. Insecurity is basically another way of saying that uh, I don't understand how my world is ever going to get okay. The world is not okay, and I don't know how to deal with it. I hear people all the time saying, well, when things get back to normal, yeah, that exactly. is a depression statement of yeah. looking back when things yes. were better, yeah. and it is a fear to look forward thinking that they're ever going to be able to come back. But, Chuck, think about it. They look backwards it's when things were yes. normal. But it's interesting how if you think about it, even back then, there were fears. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so the coronavirus didn't invent fear. Fear no. has yeah. been around, as we said, ever since Adam and Eve took a bite of the forbidden fruit. And don't say the apple, because yep. it wasn't that. Yep. We're going to talk about some cures for fear. We're also going to answer your questions. If you're on the line, stay right there. Dr. Chuck Lynch, um, Rodney Love with uh, Dr. Chuck Vance tonight. I, Chuck, I've done that once or twice before. Yeah, that's right. Do I, I look apologize. like I need to be Lynch? No, 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 you do not. <laughs> I apologize for that. That's two names I've blown in one program. <laughs> I'm going to try not to be afraid that'll happen again. But fear I will not. give the correct now. Yeah, fear not. 855-586-LIFE. The number is 855-586-5433. Dr. Chuck Vance is with me on the program. Rodney Love of the Master Life Coach Training Institute. The web address there is masterlifecoach.org. And we'll be right back. I think fear is part of the situation today. Dr. Tom Schof of the Hope Speaks Clinic. A change in mood for the worse, meaning sad or low, often there's low self-esteem. There'll be fatigue, change in energy, change in sleep pattern or sleep quality, change in appetite, potential change in concentration for the worse. To schedule a Zoom appointment with one of the Hope Speaks Christian professionals, you may call 972-669-1733. That's 972-669-1733. If you've sensed God's call in your life to provide direction and encouragement to others, Christian Life Coaching may be just the tool for you. The Master Life Coach Training Institute has developed an online training program that provides a solid, biblical, and practical foundation with 14 fundamental coaching skills. Learn more at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. Life Coaching, a tool for making a difference. South Asia has more people living in poverty than anywhere in the world. Impart is a global ministry committed to transforming 100,000 communities in South Asia, physically and spiritually. We need your help. Less than 50% of families have access to clean water. A gift of $2,000 will drill one well and provide clean water for 300 people. We'd be honored to partner with you in this noble endeavor. To learn more about Impart and to give online, go to impartusa.org. Thank you for caring about the people of South Asia. Medicare can be so confusing. And Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. Her book, Medicare Survival Guide, can guide you through the Medicare maze. You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S dot com. Welcome back to Encouragement Live. Our toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE. Here again is your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. 
We're back on the program and so glad that you've chosen to join us. By the way, we archive these programs at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. And you can also learn more about the Master Life Coach Training Institute. Rodney, this was your vision originally. You're the president and founder, if we could use those August terms. Uh, give us, in a nutshell, the Reader's Digest version of what a Christian life coach is and what Master Life Coach Training Institute does. Don, a Christian life coach helps move people forward. Okay, so we're talking about fear tonight. A Christian life coach will come alongside somebody. They walk along beside them. It's very important. They're walking along beside them, and they're helping them walk through any emotional-type challenge they might be dealing, dealing with. The hence the word is Christian life coach, so it's all biblically based. So yeah. you're walking alongside with somebody helping them deal with whatever emotion they're going through. And tonight we're talking about fear, and our life coaches know how to help people walk through fear. And, Chuck, this is different from counseling because counseling looks in one direction uh, and coaching looks in a different direction. Yeah, the way I like to describe it in the training we do is that the life coach helps you walk through something and finds where you have, you're stuck. And so the life coach helps you move forward where you're stuck so you mm -hmm. can get going. Yeah. When you can't get unstuck, then your, your life coach refers you to the therapist, the counselor, who then digs deeper into areas that they are trained to dig in to find out what is keeping you from moving forward. Sort of like if you're stuck in a mud hole with your car, or maybe in a snowbank if you're living up north, for example, right. and uh, that kind of thing. As I recall, years ago, there were a couple of guys I knew who did a Getting Unstuck seminar. They did. I don't know if you remember that. I remember it. You remember that well. The number is 855-586-LIFE. Sharon is listening to our program in Beaumont, Texas tonight. Sharon, good to have you on the show. Go ahead. <laughs> Hi, Sharon. You're on the air. Hello, Sharon. Okay, I guess Sharon is not with us, so we will try that again and uh, get our ducks in a row, as they say, in terms of the telephone. And uh, let's talk about some solutions for fear, some cures, if we could call them that. I'm not sure uh, that you take two anti-fear pills and call the doctor in the morning. <laughs> but, uh, Chuck, where do we start uh, with dealing with fear? I think learn about your fear. I like to tell people to ask yourself a question. In other words, answer a question with the first thing that comes to your mind. Like say, well, I am afraid this morning about, and what's the first thing that comes to your mind? We want to look for answers to specifically let me see what I'm afraid of. Yeah. Like, am I afraid of getting COVID today? And yeah. then you start to look at, well, what do I do to deal with that fear honestly? I, you know, I'm a big believer in going with the science, not the politicians' views on things. Heard that somewhere. And the, <laughs> and the science tells me to, uh, well, until I'm vaccinated, wear the mask. Mm -hmm. And until, like, for I had the Pfizer. I've had both Pfizer vaccinations. Yeah, so me too. Within 30 days after that, they say to me, you're now covered. Yeah. Okay, and I've even had the test that shows I'm negative after the 30 days. Yeah. And so you find out what you need to do to be honest about the fear, whatever that fear may be. Well, that's a good thing for us to remember. And being honest about our fears, Rodney, is a challenge. Uh, what, Rodney, was helpful to you 
uh, the very most, would you say, when you first learned that Beth was not only in the hospital, but they were putting her on a ventilator? Well, Don, the obvious answer to that would be the first, the most thing was the Lord himself going to prayer. Right. But also it was being surrounded by people that were great encouragers. And Don, you tell the story, Don is one of the greatest speakers on the story of Barnabas and how he was an encourager to Paul and just having people come around you and encourage and be there for you and not only encourage through prayers that people were praying, but to be there to encourage you kind of like the the Moses principle when his arms got lifted up and just to be there and help encourage you and walk with you through what was going on. And I would have to say that this is definitely a time when uh, people need to encourage each other. Uh, and Chuck, that can be a great uh, source of relief from fear. If you take the word encouragement, and I like to do this, right. you have a prefix, you have a core word, and you have a suffix, taking us back to our high school English. Yes. And Mrs. Jones did a great job with me on that, and I'm grateful, grateful to her. Uh, the prefix to encouragement is in. That means it's an internal process. And then the suffix meant means that it's a process. It's yes. going on. And the middle word is courage. Yes. And what do we need when we have fear? Courage. Courage. Because we have to yeah. face the unknown. Yeah. What did Frank Minnerth and I need? We were walking down with that guide, and we went around a corner one time, and there were two grizzly bears, and uh, the guide said to us, don't panic. Yeah. And Dr. Minnerth leaned over to me, and he said, I'm a psychiatrist. I know what he means. He (laughs) means panic. (laughs) And we literally had a reason for fear. But obviously God took care of us. We prayed. We also did the sensible thing and got out of there quickly. Yes. But uh, again, the coronavirus is something we're afraid of. But we can learn about fear. We look at it as a primary emotion. We're honest about it. And, and Rodney, that's one of the things I appreciated about you is that you didn't practice denial as sometimes people do and say, oh, no, I'm not afraid. Um, Chuck, have you heard people say they're not afraid of the coronavirus? Foolishly, yes. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say <laughs> that. Foolishly, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not – coronavirus is something to be afraid of. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you let yourself be paralyzed. It means you learned the truth, the science, not the politics. Mm-hmm. You learned the truth about it, and then you act according to the truth, not according to the unknowns. And that's so powerfully important to get a handle on. You, you learn, well, what does it do? What does it can do? What does it cannot do? And then I'm going to live my life according to those rules, those, re- those truths. Yeah. I'm not going to live my life according to... What ifs? Yes. By the way, Very some of you trying to get in, the toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE. We've had a little bit of problems with the telephones, as sometimes happens in live call-in radio, and uh, our team is working on those. And again, if you've tried to get through and maybe you were on the line and something happened, 855-586-5433. Fear not, we are doing everything we can to get those problems corrected and to uh, provide encouragement and insight uh, about fears. And uh, Rodney, one of the things I appreciated about you during this whole time that Beth was hospitalized, and uh, particularly she was on a ventilator, and, and you were told that she did not have a very good chance of surviving, but you continued to function. You lived your life. Well, Don, you know, the day that I was told, and it literally by a doctor is, prepare to live your life without her. 
that was a day that really had I had to get to the point again to say, okay, God, you're in control. Regardless of how I am feeling, I can't go with those feelings. I have to pay, push past the feelings and go with the fact that you are in control, and I'm turning it out totally over to you, but I have to keep moving forward. Great insight. Our uh, callers are up now. Let's talk to Debbie in Mississippi, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Hello, Debbie. Welcome to the show. Hello, Debbie. Are you there? And we do not have Debbie, evidently. Uh, let's uh, try this line. Debbie, are you there? Okay. Still having problems getting our telephone callers up, so we will continue talking about fear, and uh, we will not be fearful about that because we'll recognize that God wants us to understand that uh, he is sovereignly in charge. And uh, really, Chuck, that's one of the most important things that I think we can deal with. I was reading some material from uh, Dr. Charles Stanley uh, about fear countering beliefs, and he starts with the subject that God is sovereign, that God is yeah. in control. You mentioned feeling out of control as a part of fear. One of the cures for the uncontrollableness of the situation with coronavirus, our fear in general, because that deals, as I said, with the uncontrollable things, is knowing that there is no such thing as anything being out of the control of God. Yeah. Good. God Good. is sovereign, so therefore yes. he can know the unknowable that I don't know how to deal with. Very important insight. Yes. Let's try the phones again. Barbara is in Illinois. Hello, Barbara. Thanks for calling us. You're on the air. Hi, I am. Thanks for taking my call. You are the winner of the prize of the first caller that we were getting on the air tonight. And thanks to the team for working to make this thing work. And uh, how can we be of yeah, help to you? God, to... Thank you. Yes, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so um, I just, uh, just tuned in a little late halfway through your broadcast. And I am currently dealing with an 18-year-old daughter who a year ago has been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, depression, OCD, ADHD, and insomnia. Um, and all of that was after a suicide attempt mm. and then a second suicide attempt where she was hospitalized for uh, a week in an inpatient uh, hospital. But my question is, they did some testing on her, gene testing, and they discovered a gene mutation with the MHFR gene, which has a... Uh, significant impact on the uptake of serotonin, norepinephrine, and dopamine. Uh -huh. So my question is, um, because uh, I feel like that anxiety is not just one part physiological or chemical, but, you know, how the spirituality plays in on that with the, you know, the enemy yeah. just um, playing into the fears. She constantly talks about being right. paralyzed right. and can't get past a certain thought cycle. Um, well, well, Barbara, it severely you, impacted her. You bring up a very school. so if you could just like talk you, on that. Yeah, you bring up a very good illustration of what I meant by fear being illustrated in uncontrollableness. The uncontrollableness is brought to you in a very dynamic way by the 
physical things that she has no control over, and therefore how that reacts. Now, that builds with spiritual complications because our enemy likes us to be fearful. Our enemy likes us to feel we have no control. And the picture that Scripture gives in 1 Peter 5, Satan is a roaring lion going about seeking whom he may devour. A uh, lion's the most fearful creature you could imagine. Now, we're going to coming right up on a break. So, Barbara, we're going to that break. I want to encourage you to stay on the line. We are going to come back and talk to Chuck and Rodney. Uh, and next Sunday, next Saturday evening, Dr. Tom Schof, who is a board-certified psychiatrist, will be with us on the program, and he can address the biochemical issues of the serotonin, norepinephrine, dopamine, all of those kinds of things. So you'll want to be sure and listen next week. But we have more for you tonight as well. So stay right with us, and we'll continue right after this. Isaiah 40 tells of the ministry of John the Baptist to clear the way for the coming of the Lord Jesus. In the 21st century, Path Clearer Ministries, established by Dr. Tom Dooley, is clearing the way for others to follow an effective ministry to glorify Christ. The focus is on fostering biblical leadership and partnering with ministries of like purpose to maximize global kingdom influence. To learn more, visit pathclearer.com. With Social Security offices closed, where and how should you enroll in Medicare? And is there a time deadline? As Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Tony has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. Her book, Medicare Survival Guide, can guide you through the Medicare maze. You can find Medicare resources at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S.com. I think fear is part of the situation today. Dr. Tom Schof of the Hope Speaks Clinic. A change in mood for the worse, meaning sad or low, often there's low self-esteem. It could be fatigue, change in energy, change in sleep pattern or sleep quality, change in appetite, potential change in concentration for the worse. To schedule a Zoom appointment with one of the Hope Speaks Christian professionals, you may call 972-669-1733. That's 972-669-1733. Are you someone who finds joy in helping others? If so, you might consider training to become a certified Christian life coach. The Master Life Coach Training Institute provides training that will equip you as a coach to use biblical principles to apply to personal, social, and relational issues. You can learn more about this 14-week training program that will move you toward life coach certification at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. Let's go right back to the phones and talk with our caller. Barbara, are you still on the line with us? I hope you are. Yes, I'm still here. All right. Let's go back to Chuck for some more insight on dealing with this daughter and all of the complications of her. So, Barbara, I'm assuming you are with a qualified, quality physician who's dealing with medical aspects with these uh, serotonin, anxiety, and depression kind of issues. Is that right? Yes, we're dealing with a psychiatrist All right. uh, and then also a, a weekly therapist. Very good, very good. On the spiritual dynamics that you talked about, let me uh, kind of put it to you this way. This is an organic, a physical problem, but the spiritual is what gives you support 
in dealing with it. So it's like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray and trust God to guide the psychiatrist and the therapist. One thing I used to tell my clients was, before you go see the psychiatrist, pray and yes. ask God to open the mind of the psychiatrist to see exactly what needs to be seen and give him the insight to know exactly what to prescribe. So there's the spiritual component is a part of this, but the primary thing, because it's got an organic nature to it, is going to be the medical uh, praying about this alone won't fix it, but taking the medication right. plus the prayer plus praying for the psychiatrist can open the doors for God's sovereignty. And the good insight of an insight-oriented therapist, hopefully a Christian therapist, can make a huge difference. Yes. And we want to pray for this daughter, uh, Barbara, and for you. Rodney, would you lead us in prayer? Yes, I will. Thank you. Yes, I will. Father, I do thank you for Barbara calling in tonight. I thank you for her concern for her daughter. I thank you that her daughter is getting help from a therapist and a psychiatrist, and most of all from you as a great physician. Yes. Father, I just pray that you would put your hand upon her, Barbara's daughter in a special way and just heal her, totally bring healing to her, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And Barbara, we will Amen. continue encouraging Amen. our listening family to pray for you and for your daughter. Thanks for calling us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. The toll-free number, 855-586-LIFE. Let's talk next to Susan listening in Oklahoma tonight over AFR. Hi, Susan. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? We sure can. Go ahead. Hi. um, I just called to say that sometimes, I don't dwell on this, but sometimes what's scary and causes me fear is all the fearful people who think that there's just one solution to um, the COVID pandemic in the form of vaccinations? Because uh, not like not everybody's um, not every medicine is good for everyone. You know, one person's medicine can be another person's poison. And actually, I was listening when I believe I heard something. I was just turning down the radio so i'm not sure about mthfr and that's one thing i mean we're not a a herd and you know um so like mthfr i believe can um possibly uh, people with that maybe don't take the vaccinations as well neither do people with factor 5 Leiden who already have blood problems you know i'm just that's scary to me when people want to take uh, a vaccination that's fine but you know to um, push an experimental drug on everyone else as I hear a lot of talk about that is real concerning to me. Susan I appreciate the concern that you've shared and uh, I think again about the scripture that says in James 1 5 if we lack wisdom we ask of God who gives to us wisdom And part of that wisdom, that skill at living that Solomon talked about is knowing to whom we go to get wise counsel, humanly speaking. I remember something. We mentioned Dr. Frank Minerith earlier on this program. We all three of us worked with him. Brilliant psychiatrist used to say that any medication can have side effects in any person's life. And uh, certainly uh, the medications, and Chuck, you and I mentioned we've had the vaccination. Uh, but the bottom line is, and, and we've come through that with no side effects. Right. But there are people with complicating factors. We will have an MD on the program next Saturday evening. So, Barbara.
Barbara, uh, Susan, you may want to be listening then uh, to get some additional insight from a medical perspective. But I think it's important uh, for us to recognize, uh, and Chuck, uh, you can speak to this because you've worked in this field, uh, working with people both as a counselor and as a coach uh, to help deal with the fear aspect. I think part of the fear with COVID, and I think I hear this in the background of what you were saying, uh, Susan, is that uh, when this first happened, we knew so little about it. We had all kinds of people coming from all kinds of directions. And the other thing about this is that it has affected every person a little differently than anybody else. We have broad categories of how it affects people, but it's not across the board. We have some people who get it but no show no symptoms. We have other people that get it and go into total uh, meltdown. Uh, in our family, we lost two of our our uh, extended family members. My mm. wife lost her brother and her sister. Yeah. They died in the same month, about 25 days apart from each other. Wow. And both of them started with different symptoms. Both of them went down. One started to come back, but then went down totally. And then the other one never came back up. So in other words, it affects everybody differently. Uh, we've got a beautiful story of God's grace and how Rodney's wife, Beth, went and went down. It took Literally down. at the point Literally. of death. Yeah. And then God and the doctors working together helped bring her back up. And so God answered in that way. Uh, I know people who came, uh, who had COVID, and they came out of COVID, but then they went into early onset dementia. I have a lady mm -hmm. in the Sunday school class I teach that no longer attends church. She's in an assisted living center because when she came out of the COVID, she also lost her ability to function mentally in the yeah. real world. Yeah. So it affects people in different ways. And that's part of the problem of not knowing everything yet. We still don't know which is why I get nervous when politicians act like they know all the answers. Yeah, and the same thing in terms of the vaccine, vaccines. Uh, you know, we have a lot of research, a lot of things were done in the warp speed, uh, but the reality, Rodney, is there's still uncertainties about the vaccines, and uh, different people are affected in different ways, and we respect people's choice to either get vaccinated or not get vaccinated. Yes, we do. We totally respect their choice, and that's the nice thing, Don, about how God made us. He didn't make us as robots. He made us with a to have our own choices, what we want to do. And we have to respect if whether people want to get vaccinated or not get vaccinated. And that's called living in a yeah. free country. And pray right. and get wise counsel. Yes. Chuck, would you lead us in prayer for Susan? Father, I pray that you would give Susan your peace. I feel yes. a lot of worry and a lot of concern there. And I just pray for your peace that passes understanding, that your spirit would just overflow her with that. And Father, if she's listening to sources of unwise wisdom, find a way to guide her out of that and guide her to sources of correct wisdom and solid wisdom. But guide her, Father, in knowing that regardless of who she's listening to or hears, always judge it by knowing that you're with her, you're never going to leave her, and you're going to be with her this whole yes. process. I pray for in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Susan, so good to hear from you. Thanks for calling us tonight. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. want to mention something I think is so important. We've all, all over the globe, 
and those of us here have been affected by the coronavirus. We call it a pandemic because it literally has a universal impact. But there's something that's had an even greater impact than the coronavirus, and that's the sin pandemic that has affected 100% of us. And a scripture says, Rodney, that the wages, the penalty for sin is death. And every single person, especially during this coronavirus, needs to make sure the, one, the answer to one question, have you trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Yes, and that is the most important question you can ask yourself. Because one day, Don, you know, is 100% of us will leave this earth and we will go somewhere. And by we, everyone out there listening tonight, the one thing that if you have not done, you need to do right now is to get your relationship right with Jesus by asking him to come into your life. And Don's going to tell you how. And I want to encourage you, my friend, to do this, to come to the place before the Lord. If you're driving, you don't have to close your eyes, but you can pray and express your faith, your trust in the Lord. The Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay for your sins, and he rose again from the dead to guarantee you eternal life. And you can express your faith to him like this. Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner. I can't save myself. I turn from my sin and myself to you, and I place my trust in you, believing that you died for me and rose again. And if you've made that commitment to Jesus Christ, the exact words are not the important issue. It's the heart that counts then Jesus Christ promises he will save you. You will go to spend eternity with Jesus Christ when your time comes, and that time will come for every single one of us. Guys, we have about 30 seconds left. A last word, Chuck, from you. Do not live in fear. Know that God's in control, and he'll be with you every step of the way. Rodney? And mine's a little different, but everyone, I want you all to reach out to your mother and tell if she's still on this earth and tell her a happy Mother's Day and how special she is to you because we all know because of the pandemic, life can be short. Those are very good and very, very wise words. Special thanks to our entire ministry broadcast team tonight for persevering through some challenging times. Remember, God is sovereign. God provides. God has a plan for each one of us, and he provides life and life more abundantly. Remember, you can find an archive program of this and other broadcasts at masterlifecoach.org. You can learn more about how to be trained to become a certified Christian life coach. We also have archives at AFR.net. We'll be back next weekend. Join us for Encouragement Live. Encouragement Live.